Hello, Brandon. How you doing, my What's friend? What's up, man? I'm very glad you could come on here. I'm honored you'd uh, you join us for today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, dude. Of course, of course. This has been a long time coming. I know we've had a couple conversations and exchanged some texts about it, and it's nice to finally yeah. get to have a long form conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, Avery, this is Brandon. Yeah. Um, I met him through my friend Cole. Um, we're gonna have Cole on as well. Awesome. That's the homie right there. Okay. I, I love Cole. He's probably gonna be our resident skeptic and also yeah. our historian. He's a okay. smart motherfucker and he he knows his shit about like European history. Damn. And, and yeah, all sorts of stuff. So we're gonna I wanna bring him in when we're doing like war episodes, you know. We're Hell yeah. yeah. So when we're paraphrasing and talking about really important stuff, he's gonna be like, No, you're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need somebody to ground us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he works with this with this lovely gentleman at the this place called the Burrowing Owl, where we'll go and right. get a little sip every once in a while. Oh, okay, okay. It's a nice yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Best conversations job. happen in pubs. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. in the few conversations we've had, we've already gone deep talking <laughs> yeah. about oh, all yeah. sorts of shit. I'm excited Definitely. to get into it. Yeah. But yeah. before we get into it, um, Brandon, would you like to do a short introduction on who you are and you know where people might find you? Yeah. Uh my name is uh Brandon Winry. Um I I'm just now getting into all this stuff, all this podcasting and researching stuff and i've been into a i'm just now getting into the teaching format of it i should say but um i've been into occultism for probably since i was like 17 years old i also make music um and i blend that uh that type of stuff into my music now it's starting to change because i noticed that rap is usually kind of like negative and doesn't really have this, this this type of stuff doesn't really have a niche in rap so right. i'm trying to i'm trying to hit that niche you know right and um so yeah i, I got into occultism at like 17 i want to say at like 12 years old um after like a kind of a bad childhood honestly i went like atheist honestly at like 12 right yeah. and i was i'm from the south so like you know pentecostal christian upbringing right right oh yeah like like uh yeah and the grandfather was a pentecostal preacher type shit oh like, wow so you were yeah. embedded into it i'm sure it was part of your family's yeah. tradition well they wouldn't push it down that much on me like my parents wouldn't but but they my parents were more just like christian right um but not like you know they would just say they're christian you know, yeah you they... right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, i think uh, that's most christians if i had to say yeah and so i um at 12 i went atheist because i got a laptop and unsupervised so i would just go on <laughs> rabbit holes yeah so oh, those that, were the days that aged me very quickly that got me very technologically literate very quickly too yeah um and i 
yeah, this is, I went atheist, and then a couple years later, I think I was kind of leaning agnostic, and then um, I had some, I'm in the metal, you know, and yeah. I, being in the metal, the type of people you hang around, um, some of them are going to be Satanists, right. right? And so, especially like in high school, and so in high school, um, a lot of my friends were uh, Satanists, right? And like, you know, there's different kinds of Satanism. There's like, um, there's atheistic Satanism, which is like Levian. A lot of people will say, most people that are Satanists would say that they, that they're atheist, you know, right. that they are their own God. Right. But it, yep. it goes deeper than that. But, um, some of them, of my friends were not, they were into the actual occult, right. They were into like the spiritual side of it. Right. And so I touched shoulders with them. Right. Like I brushed up against that and I was already into like edgy stuff. You know, I was already into rap and shit. And I just like I've always liked dark, edgy, spooky things and uh, like, you know, pentagrams and shit. Right. And uh, I, I love art and drawing and stuff. And so, um, yeah, one of them taught me a little bit of magic and. Uh, I kind of started to become a little bit of a Satanist for a little bit there. Like I started to like, but it was mostly kind of because of the edginess of it. But also it's like a natural progression, I think, um, on like a spiritual growth type path. I think I've heard it. I've heard Satanism once called a, um, a stepping stone out of Christianity. And if you're like pushed in the Christianity heavy, you know, then you can totally see how like people would want to go the complete opposite way. Yeah, the pendulum always swings the opposite way, just as far as it was pulled this way. So if you were pulled into yeah. Christianity really hard by your tribe and the people around you, that pendulum yeah. is going to swing in the opposite direction away from God. Yeah, right. Right. And so, yeah, I just, I went the other way and, uh, yeah. And so I started to learn about the occult, but then I read, um, the Kabbalion and then I found, mm -hmm. um, Mark Passio's work and I started getting into like Qigong at like 17, 18 and, uh, yeah, the rest is history. I've just been into occultism ever since then only taking it seriously. I want to say within the past couple years, but uh, on and off since back then. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, really cool. Awesome. It sounds like yeah. you got a super early start with this kind of shit, which is like from all the people that I listen to, that's like the one thing that they wish they had was like just an interest in this when they were younger, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The universe kind of like, it feels like the universe literally kind of like pushed, I don't know, weird synchronistic type of shit just pushes you yeah. in certain directions, you know? Yeah. so-called coincidences yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah that, that's fascinating and it, you're right it does seem super common cameron that like w when you grow up um in a super christian family and stuff like that it really can push you away which yeah. is just funny you I, am, know? Yeah. I am no longer satanist and i never even claimed satanism no I, yeah i i never claimed for the record, I never claimed <laughs> to be a Satanist, but I would like draw inverted pentagrams on stuff for the edgy aesthetic. Yeah, and dude, there's it's certain... just for the shock value, I think. 
Yeah, yeah. And then also there were certain principles in Satanism that I did agree with that a lot of that are pitfalls for a lot of people, I would say, yeah. that they fall into and get swept up into it. Yeah. So on that note, for a long time, I would like if I would claim anything, I would claim to be a hedonist, which is what a lot right. of Satanism is built around, which is just kind of like um, leaning into your instinctual and your carnal wants and desires. That's like yes. hedonism and like right. you know, really delving into your lust and your gluttony and these negative aspects, which I mean, it's important to incorporate these into yourself, but to not let these things get too out of hand. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Uh, I, I used to be, very, I, I still, I still do struggle with like hedonism. Sometimes I'm getting a lot better about it, though. I am getting a lot better do, about man. it. We all, yeah. do. we're on a dude, we're on a plane of pleasure. There's so much, a bunch of alcohol all around, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, endless sex that you can have. Like it's our will is yeah. being tested always. That snake is always in the garden. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It's always a constant little, it's a little, I don't know. For me, it always feels like a constant, like little, um, uh, trapeze you know those people that are like go on like little lines yeah yeah, the yeah balancing yeah 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 it feels like you can you like it's okay to do like a little bit of stuff but when things go too far it's just yeah yeah It'll tip right over so uh brandon i gotta know um what kind of magic does a satanist in high school know and what did he show <laughs> you or she <laughs> so um that was one of my best friends at the time yeah. uh he my best friend at the time he um was into the bible and him and some other people that i didn't really know you know i would yeah. see them in school passing by they were into that stuff yeah and what he showed me this is literally what happened he took me into like the bam this bamboo forest that was behind my apartments and so we went off into these woods and uh he held his hands over my hands right and and i was like uh i i had i, I was on some substances right and then, so uh <laughs> so it was already kind of an impressionable impressionable state of mind and so he kind of like he's like give me your hands and then uh i Put my hands under his hands and now now i know what it was was he was pushing chi into my hands but he just literally held his hands over my hands and then just pushed you know some chi through it and then i felt you know a little tingling and yeah. then uh and then he was like you feel that and then i was like yeah and then he was like that's magic and i was like, oh, <laughs> I just like says, that's magic i love it flipped out yeah yeah and that that opened my mind that that kind of like um expanded my mind and broke me a little bit out of that like left brain modality of um atheist skeptic like super you know that that brain imbalance that i was in at that time right oh yeah right. which i feel like is a philosophy in itself like I think what atheists strive for is to like be a, apart from all the like religions and theosophies, but like being against them is also a belief. It's like you believe that none of them are real, like just as hard as the Christian believes his God is real. 
right you know yeah 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 it's it's a religion in and of itself atheism yep. is which it makes it kind of ironic <laughs> right 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 <laughs> oh, that's awesome oh, yeah. um my mom has taught me about those kind of teachings before like with your um receiving and your um, giving hand yeah and that you yeah but how i've interpreted that as i've gotten older and started to understand things a little bit better is that we're electric beings you know like we have a positive and a negative and you can use these in accordance that's why mudras are so important for meditation mm-hmm. is because you're connecting different like ends of the electrical circuit and right. then they're affecting your aura and your you know electric field differently right and even if you know what the tree of life is in the kabbalistic tradition um it's a input and it's an output if you put the two pillars there you know you have one pillar you have the left pillar you have the right pillar you have the middle pillar and the energy is supposed to circuit throughout it yeah you know unless you have a blockage if you have a blockage then um you need to work on that blockage mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. I love it's such interesting stuff and the Eastern yeah. traditions have known about it for so long, so yeah. long for thousands centuries. of years. Yeah. Yeah. Far, Since far before, longer than we have long before Jesus, I'm sure was around. Right. Jesus went and right. ran into this shit from them. <laughs> yeah, you <know>? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a lot of rumors about, um, you know, there's those little texts in the Bible you know, those missing texts that they took out in the Council of Nicaea where they edited the Bible, yep, you know, yeah, yeah. there's, um, I believe it's the Gospels of Thomas. I might be wrong, but there are some aspects of the Bible of like Jesus in those little kid years, actually, where he's mm. like growing up and they're weird. They're really, they're really strange. They're just weird things. I think Terrence McKenna actually has a video um, going over these like weird um this weird age, weird ages of like Jesus miracles and shit that was happening when, you know, you wouldn't, that aren't included in the Bible. Right. And being Terrence McKenna, he was probably like, look, Jesus was eating mushrooms as a teenager. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone ape theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys, uh, are you guys into any like um, ancient, um, uh, what's it called? Paganism? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So paganism, correct me if I think paganism is just like, um, that just means it's not a major religion, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how they would use to describe, like, you know, witchcraft style traditions. It's how the church would deem things that weren't of the church. That's pagan. You know, that's, yeah. That's not what we do. That's pagan. Right. Yeah. My, my extent of knowledge is um, goes – so I started with, like, uh, obviously Satanism and then um, chaos magic, mm-hmm. which is not like what it sounds like. You know, it sounds like it would be used for chaotic bad purposes, but chaos doesn't necessarily mean bad. You know, chaos can bring – chaos can bring um, a lesson mm-hmm. because from chaos, you can have a lesson – given to you from that chaos right 
And so chaos magic, they call it that because it's basically a mishmash of like picking and choosing from different traditions. So if you know a little bit of Wicca, you know a little bit of voodoo, you know uh, a little bit of Santeria, then no rules. You know, you can mix them all into chaos magic. It's like the Jeet and, Kune Do of fucking of magic. Avery. Yeah. You know, it's uh, like, yeah. Yeah. Took yeah, all the fucking fighting styles and and took what worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so my that's where I started was chaos magic, and then I um I you know I would do sigils and stuff, and like I would do little sigils, and I would start to get results, and I'd be like, oh man, this is cool, like this is crazy, and it started opening my mind more and more to the idea of like that this that there's an intelligence behind this place, mm -hmm. that this whole like reality, there's an intelligence behind it, and like there's ways that you can um that you can push it in your favor, you know, if you have the right set of tools and you have the right set of knowledge. You know? True masters yeah. learn how to, to ride the rhythm. Right. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's the I was reading about that in the Kabbalion. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure rhythm is the um it's either the third rule or the second rule. But it yeah. just talks about they mention in there that like ascended masters have the ability to recognize when these paths are coming, when this chaos is gonna happen in your life, and you mm -hmm. fucking ride it out, you go dormant and you hibernate and you wait. And yeah. then when it's time to be prolific, you act and you ride yeah. that wave through it. And like, yeah. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I agree. I mean, yeah, the Kabbalion was a big changing point for me that actually um, got me a little further into like my depth of knowledge. Right. And so I went from that. So uh, I went from that into like you know, hermeticism and it just, it just branched out. It just branched out. And now, now, uh, occultism and spirituality, um, which if your listeners don't know, occult does not mean bad. It no. does not mean bad. It just means hidden. All the word occult means is hidden from Latin occultare, right? So hidden from sight. Yep. That's what the word occult means. So, um, occultism is just hidden information. Some would say hidden purposefully so that we can be controlled. Um, but now we're at a point in humanity where this information needs to get out because yes. there are people that know this occult information. And because there used to be this term that was like, don't cast pearls before swine, right? Mm -hmm. And so you wouldn't want to give out magic because you could get burned by the church. Um, you could also, um, you know, you don't want to give out this type of knowledge to someone who's an immoral person because they might start wreaking havoc, you know, right. wreaking havoc upon everybody. And so and misuse you it. exactly. And then hurt themselves and it just creates yeah. a whole disaster. And so people would hide it and take it underground. Um, but they never died. Like these traditions, these mystery traditions never died. They just went underground. And in fact, the, uh, religions uh the priest class were the ones that started holding the knowledge you know yeah. and i think um, that's a lot of what the role of the templars was as well the knights templar was to hold on to this knowledge and yeah. pass it through the the mm -hmm. land and like solidify it and make sure that it doesn't die well and i was yeah. going to say the elites also know a lot of this stuff and i think um don't cast pearls before um swine also goes into that they consider us swine yep Exactly. So they want to keep that stuff as well. 
exactly it goes both yeah ways like you said yeah yep but now now it's to the point to where the situation that we're in like as earth and humanity we are the power is already in the hands of bad people yeah you know this knowledge is already in the hands of bad people it doesn't it needs to get out and become widespread that's why it's because our job to just learn as much as we can become white wizards just right fucking fight. Become, yeah dude rather than being an occultist or a hider of the knowledge becoming a de-occultist and taking the knowledge out of being hidden yep and i think that there's something to be said about making it palatable so that everybody in your life will listen to you I think some people kind of go off the deep end with this stuff and they like have no way of explaining it to their family and they just they're they just write them off they're like ah they're just crazy you know you're not going to listen yeah. to them but there's yeah. ways that you can like you can boil this down and make it into easy digestible things so that they can understand and mm -hmm. you know I think that'll wake up a lot more people yeah yeah absolutely it's just deep psychology is all it is all occultism is is just like very deep master psychology that's before the institutions that we have now that teach psychology it just goes back thousands of years well it's because everything is mental and you know exactly. quoting another hermetic principle but you know that's right. the first one and it's probably the only one that really matters mm -hmm. everything else is just a sub let of that you know yeah, yeah. everything yes. is mental everything is mental it builds upon it, it builds upon the mentalness so for things to exist you have to first think of things for them before they can come to existence yeah, they you have, have to, to be conceive a thought them. first yeah yeah that's so important that's why that's why they say like you can if you can dream it you can do it it's because it's super possible it's like all the billionaires are saying that shit and you know, normal yeah. people that are working nine to fives are like, yeah, that's bullshit, though. Like, I can't do that. But it's like, are you trying? Are you dreaming big enough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And your dreams, you know, your dreams are you're, you're in your subconscious at that point. And your subconscious is actually the um, the the link to the divine. That's mm -hmm. that's your link. You know, you have your conscious mind and then you have your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is a link to the divine and the divine will manifest down um things into your life so if things become embedded enough into your subconscious mind it's going to make like a little set point and that's going to feed like all of us have a vote you know we're all co-creating this reality you know wow all, I like all that. together all of us yeah. have a vote i like that ah such well, interesting yeah. stuff dude it's very um it's honestly very obvious that we all are connected in one way or another yeah you know yeah yeah quantum physics quantum physics is getting to the point to where now it's starting to bridge that gap that previously wasn't there you know i'm not a quantum physicist by any means but um, <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I i can see that quantum physics is starting to get to the point where it's bridging that gap between spirituality and science you know they're starting to kind of meld together um which when that previously happened is when we had the golden age yeah well and it's very interesting i think it's just a scientific way of explaining things that people in the east have been explaining for thousands of years yeah they're yeah. like you know, they're like, that's what we've been saying this whole time. 
<laughs> but you needed your fancy fucking words like superposition and you know you needed your fancy uh-huh. fucking words instead of the just the concepts that they've had this understanding of well it's it's brainwashing is what's held us back yeah. oh lot. yeah brainwashing and um i i don't know the specifics of it but i'm pretty sure newton isaac newton and einstein had a lot to do with this left brain skeptic overly rigid type mentality atheist type of archetype that you see proliferating throughout throughout yes. the world right so now so it's right. very interesting i was just listening to a podcast today about this very topic it's it was called einstein was a fraud it's a tinfoil hat podcast with sam tripoli shout out that motherfucker because he is the hardest working <laughs> man in podcasting and i love sam tripoli he's the shout out shout yeah. out Cameron's um, a big fan of tinfoil hat. Super big fan. He's yeah, the yeah. shit. Love that man. But either way, either way, I was listening tin to this foil. podcast and they were talking about, yeah, man, you got to wrap it in tinfoil or the aliens will cook your burrito. <laughs> 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 um, but they were talking about Einstein and how he essentially stole the theory of relativity from a French scientist and was a was like a career plagiarist and plagiarized everything that he did and then moved to the United States to like escape some plagiarism claims and then started plagiarizing in the United States again. Wow. And like mm. did not have much of a hand in the Manhattan project. Um, it's very compelling. I need to fucking, um, I need to pull up this guy's name because it was very, very interesting. And they were talking about the fact that it was pushed by the media and that anybody that contradicted the theory of relativity was defamed by the media and by the scientific journals, the colleges. Of course. Mm. They, were, they were pushing the theory of relativity really hard against yeah. all these logical physicists who are like, this is bullshit. This doesn't make any sense for anybody. But yeah. they pushed it, and I think that goes to your point about them pushing this um, atheist, very much like we are God mentality. Right. Which and, uh, essentially leads into transhumanism. Yes. And uh, explain um, theory of relativity for me. Theory of relativity. Oh, man, if I'm if I'm understanding it correctly, it's essentially that like. um, It has to do with space time and that. um, Time is actually another dimension that we're in and that different items move at different speeds relative to where they are in time i'm pretty sure i'm understanding yep. that right yeah you're on the right track for sure yeah i'm free balling this shit <laughs> <laughs> um but it was just it was a super fringe theory and it on it and the guy that came up with the theory he was this french scientist I, I wish i knew his name i wish i'd written it down today i was just listening to it um, mm-hmm. i'm surprised i've remembered as much as i have but he didn't even believe it himself. It was just a theory. He was theorizing. Mm-hmm. He was just spitballing. And it wasn't a theory he even really necessarily believed in. But he, you know, had written about it and theorized about it. And then Einstein yeah. took it and they used it for this agenda. Mm, okay. It's very interesting stuff. Um, the guy's name is Christopher Jean Berknes, I think is how you say it. Um, he wrote a book about Einstein. I think he called it Einstein, the great plagiarist or something. 
Um, okay. And then he compiled it into this like giant magnum opus. It's like a fucking 3000 word or 3000 page book. That yeah. goes all into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it wasn't Einstein the one that um, had the term spooky action at a distance, I think was Einstein. Yeah. And um, so spooky at a, action at a distance that that was kind of like um, that's the that name kind of, of like foil podcast episode really yeah yeah that that's that's like a a a materialist um non-connected way of seeing the world and like i said i think the quantum physics are starting to show that everything is actually connected well now they call it quantum entanglement that is that's the phrase they use for that same what they're using it for now is they have i'm pretty sure it's photons they have photons connected at large distances and what happens to one photon will happen to the photon here, regardless of the distance between them. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you're on it. Yeah, I just um, I had to look it up just to reiterate because we haven't been to high school in a while. Dude, it's now. been a minute. Did I do well? <laughs> um, or did I fuck it up? Uh, no, but yeah. So it's basically just the theory that um, physics works everywhere in the universe the same. Oh, okay. And so, like, for example, like one thing I read was like. If two people are playing ping pong on a train that's traveling at like 30 meters a second, the ball is going to look the same to both of them on the train, but it would look different to people in other places. Does that make sense? Because everything on the train is going the speed of the train plus the hit of the paddle. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And okay, that's right. I was was not saying that right. I was kind of fucking (laughs) up. No, you were close. (laughs) But yeah, so it's like, it says that its general relativity is based on the idea that massive objects cause a distortion in space-time, which is felt as no- as normal to everyone else. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> no, it makes a lot of sense. And the analogy with the train is a perfect way to explain it. It's just like, yeah, the, the speed of the train doesn't affect the physics of ping pong ball of going the back ping and pong forth. ball yeah so yeah. in uh, that closed environment of the train those physics yeah. are going to be the same as they would be if you were stationary yeah ah, okay 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 yeah there's a little science lesson cool stuff yeah. out there. <laughs> <Appreciate> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, i love it i love it so i wanted to ask you you know now that you've like honed down what you believe in and of course we always are continuing to learn so your yeah. your view is going to change and i expect it to any reasonable man changes his view with when introduced to new information but right now with what you understand how do you view what we're in where we're at you know is there a god round earth flat earth what do you believe in round earth okay <laughs> um amen there is a god <laughs> There is a God. Uh, we are part of it, but we're not it. Um, we are all co-creating, collectively building things. And in fact, one of the most dangerous ideologies is solipsism, which is thinking that you yep. are God and yep. only your point of consciousness is God rather than you and everyone else because it is the truth that it's you and everything else really yeah. everything else is what's creating this reality and uh yeah earth is at a kind of like uh 
yeah, we're at a dire spot right now to where we need to like really proliferate this knowledge like out far and like wide and like get more points of consciousness to start spreading this knowledge to light up like the neurons of other people's brain and enlighten others, right? Enlighten others more. so that uh, we can make this place more brilliant, right? I like yeah, that. Yeah, I cannot I like agree that. with that more. I love that. It's a very enlightened view. And I, I agree with you. It's all about like talking about this kind of stuff because sometimes somebody's not talking about it because they've never heard anybody talk about it, you know? Yeah. Or they don't know how to like verbalize the ideas that they've had in their head. I have that all the time. I'll listen to a podcast and there'll just be a click and I'm like, oh my God, like that's what I've been thinking. But they were able to yeah. say it in, in good words. And so now I can fucking tell other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's awesome, man. Very cool. I love how he's like, rounder. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm yeah. not even going to fuck around with that other shit right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But dude, the horizon level is the same no matter how high up in the air you go. Right. It's uh, it's, no, it's, it's the principle of correspondence, you know, as above, so below. So yeah, yeah. like pa- patterns are recognized throughout, you know. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, but for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. I've never been high enough to know what the curve is looking like, so I don't even know. There could be little computer screens in the airplane windows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. That's ridiculous. But that's, uh, that's really cool that you're going to start incorporating that stuff into your music. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. My music used to be, you know, all the rap tropes. I'm a sucker for like, um, for, you know, MF Doom. By chance, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm a sucker for like technicality in rhymes, you know. And yeah. so that I really got in the music from like Earl Sweatshirt, Odd Future, Todd the Creator, but oh, like way yeah. back when they were like edgy and shit, right? Yeah. Super and technical. So, yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what got me into it. But I've noticed that like no one has this like it's it's melded into like a just trap metally 808 heavy bass. Yeah. Um, but um. No one has that type of sound with a positive, uplifting message. There's like yeah. an absence of people, you know, people are just rapping edgy, dark, bringing you down yeah, type shit. Fucked up shit. Just yeah. low vibrational, low frequency stuff. I was going to say, right. me, me and Cameron talked about that actually in one of our episodes about how like producers will purposely put in sound, uh, sound engineering into their songs to make you feel shittier. Yeah. But to also make you want to keep listening. <laughs> so, yeah. I oh, like yeah. that a lot. That's cool. It's like MSG yeah. and food. You don't know it's there, but it keeps you eating those fucking Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. They're doing the mm. same thing with their rap beats. It's like you can't you can't think of anything else until you put the rap beat on it. And you're like, oh, man, that's yeah, yeah. shit. I needed that. Yeah. It's all frequency. It becomes that uh, subconscious pattern. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man, such interesting stuff. It, We're at war uh, constantly. Yeah. It's addicting because you're like, it makes you feel like, oh yeah, like I do feel like shit. This is my shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
yeah, are trying to help you. A lot of that kind of music also like celebrates feeling like shit. Yeah. Like fucking yeah. Suicide Boys, for example. The yeah. name of the band. It's like, come on, dude. I love that's Suicide right. Boys. I love too. them too. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's I, I had to change my name because like I my name used to be Labs, like Sir Labs. Yeah. You know? And Labs was an acronym for Life's a Bitch, son. Oh, okay. You know, oh, I like that. Uh but uh it just it didn't one, it's hard to fi- it's hard to find um that labs. And so I changed it to nine hundred thorns, uh, because that just sticks more, it's more you know, it's yeah. more it, it's more memorable than than labs and life's a bitch, son. It's like I don't life's not life's not necessarily a bitch, you know. <laughs> no, life is what you make it, man. Always. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were we were playing some chivalry. Avery, you ever played that game? Uh, explain it real quick. So you're it's like third person view, or you could do first person, but you're like fucking knight in armor, and you're fucking swinging the big sword, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, of course, yeah. <laughs> so we've been playing chivalry too. We played once, but I've been playing it by myself also, and it's so fun. I just say, yeah. really but fun. while we were playing one night, he showed me and Cole his music, and yeah. It was pretty good, man. It was Plug not it. half bad. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I have a show coming up. Where can people find your music? Yeah, plug the music. Uh, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, 900 Thorns, 900 space, T-H-O-R-N-Z. With the Z. I like it. Gotta be the yeah. Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thorns. I love it. I love That's it. Sick. That's awesome, dude. Well, Under man, three minutes, any final thoughts? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, how how was your guys' day? Finish <laughs> it with that. <laughs> Good man, I'm recovering off of heavy jet lag, so I did nothing except for go and eat Mexican food. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You just got back from Europe. I guess yeah. we can talk about that for a minute. Mm, yeah, that was pretty my, badass. My day's been. Great, a lot of a lot of synchronicities I'm finding actually today. Today specifically, a lot of synchronicities. Awesome, dude. Me too. I I've been seeing five 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 a lot. I saw four fives in a row, two different times today. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I I saw I saw some repeating numbers and some some other stuff. Just some like little universal like winking at me. You know, Exa- that's all it is. It's just the universal. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, you're on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh cool I love that that's awesome man that's awesome avery highlight yeah. from the europe trip um i got to go to conor mcgregor's pub in ireland and hold his actual belt that he won in 2014 oh that was sick that's sick and uh the other really cool thing we did was go and see the book of kells which is ancient scripture that was recovered Basically, these uh, this group of monks and squires um, derived some Bible verses back in 500 A.D. And wow. so that was that was pretty cool to look at history like that. Um, I think it was like John and Matthew and Mark. I think it was those ones, but it was pretty cool, I guess. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. What was it yeah. written on? Uh, just like this old, I don't even know what kind of paper it was, but it just looks like paper. It was, was honestly it super, yeah, it was super well kept. It was insane. Oh, 
That's so badass, dude. Yeah, I love it. Well, dude, we're under a minute. We might get yep. kicked. Yeah, but this has been a beautiful podcast, Avery. It's great fucking chatting with you as always, Brandon. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on, my man. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yes, dude. We'll have to do this again. Yes, Absolutely. All right, you boys have a good one. Have a good one. All right, thank you, folks. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.